This is King the hard of Faith. Stuff. The hard stuff, yeah. We messed it up. No. Again. You told me to say it. Yeah, not now. Okay. Let's okay, start. let's start over. This is Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff. And the hard stuff. Yeah, nailed, nailed it. it. Kind Again. of. No, uh, no not okay. this time. I'll take it. <sighs> Rude. Are you hot? Yeah, it's hotter than fire. Yeah, it's pretty hot. And here we're recording. We probably it's... you'll think that it's just perfect editing by by your your own Philip right here, mm-hmm. but um, no, we're just glistening with sweat right now. It's hot. Yeah, it's, it's hot. like eighty five degrees outside, like ninety degrees on the second floor of the church building. Yes. So um, we were just talking about before we get started here the idea of going to shorter episodes so that we don't have to sit in the hot box for forty to forty five minutes. So maybe this episode might be a little quicker. Don't tempt episode. me. Don't tempt you? Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. tempt me with that. <laughs> so, good transition, Phil. Um, so, we're going to be talking about temptation. We are. We're talking about wow. dealing with it. Mm. Phil, you have been tempted? Uh, just about every day. Yep. Just about every day. Yep. Um, lots of, you know, everybody gets tempted. Mm-hmm. And what I've kind of found out, most people's temptations come in pretty much all different forms yeah even if you are tempted by the same things Mm -hmm. something might trigger you or tempt you more than what somebody else would sure um and 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 you got to know that and that's some of the things that we're going to talk about but phil what is temptation i think people hear that word and almost (coughs) sounds like what i would say like a slithery word yeah it's temptation yeah it's it's almost divisive and you know when i think of temptation i go back to the garden like that's where that's where my mind goes Mm -hmm. as a snake slithered its way into the yep. garden to tempt and trick adam and eve so temptation is oh gosh that's i mean i don't know what the webster definition of but it's it's an enticement if that's a word yeah it's something that pulls you in draws mm-hmm. you in something that is um pleasing mm-hmm. to you it, mm-hmm. it you know you're attracted yeah. to it in some Appetizing way right exactly you. it yeah. looks good it feels good whatever it may be and it pulls you in, it entices you to do something. Uh, in most cases, it has a negative connotation yeah. to it. So. Um, temptation always leads to something bad like sin. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, and a lot of times, you know, you don't ever think of anything good when it comes to temptation. You don't. You know, it's always going to lead you somewhere where you don't want to go if you let it encompass you or mm-hmm. grab a hold right, of you right. or you fall into it or all those types of things. And that's what we'll talk about. But I think a good passage that kind of sets us up for this t- talk is is James 1, 13 through 15. Can you can you read that? Yeah. Can you flip there? Yeah. Um, because I think James James is such a good book in the in the fact that he's so blunt. I feel like when he talks or when he when his letter that he wrote, um, he's so blunt about this is what you're doing wrong. This is what you mm-hmm. need to be doing. He calls it out too, man. Yeah. He, he he ain't shy. I think mm-hmm. uh, Carl um, said it best on Tuesday. He said you don't need to be apologetic for what God's word says. You mm-hmm. don't need to be sorry about what God's word says. You just got to preach it. You just got to say it. You just got to yeah. do it. No, do it in love. You don't want to mm-hmm. be one of those uh, folks down on campus yeah. saying, you're <laughs> going to hell and God, you know, this, yeah. that, and the Throwing other. It's like, forks. oh my gosh, don't be that guy. Yeah. But what am I reading now? James, James 1, 13 through 15. 13 through 15. It says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is, 
And sin, when it's full grown, brings forth death. Yeah, so I think that passage, the idea is temptation is is those evil desires being enticed, being mm-hmm. pulled to sin, to yeah. a certain sin. And then when you allow that temptation to over you know, overcome you, that gives birth to sin. Mm-hmm. Now you're 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 sinning against God, you're 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 you become separate from God mm-hmm. because of it, and that's why at the end it said, What does it ultimately lead to? Death. Is death. And it's funny, you know, I've heard when people sin or try and justify their lifestyle and what they're doing, they say, well, God made me this way. Mm-hmm. This is the way God made me. Mm-hmm. I'm, Good point. It's like, well, no, it says mm-hmm. right here, he's not the one making you do these things. He's yeah. not even the one putting these thoughts in your head. Yeah. That's brought about when, what's it say? When he's tempted and drawn away by his own desires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is all internal because yep. of sin. Mm-hmm. This is all internal. This is not something that God put forth in us. Mm-hmm. It's something that we chose to do. See, there, and that's a, that's an interesting piece to, um, and not to get super deep mm-hmm. with what we're talking about, but I think you can be tempted in two ways, by your own flesh mm-hmm. and by Satan. Sure. So God never tempts us. God can allow us to go through moments of testing, whether that's hard times, suffering, those right. types of things. But God is never going to hold, you know, here dabble in this Mm -hmm. sin you know oh take it you know take it Mm -hmm. um he's not going to do that satan is the one that's going to do those things but we can be so encompassed in our own flesh that we we just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again by by whatever small thing maybe maybe you're bored at night and that's the time you that triggers you or you get tempted by being bored at night so you do this or that or the other whatever those sins might be um but that's an interesting piece but i think that's so true at the end and that kind of sets up the gospel it does in in a a small small area Mm -hmm. is sin leads to death Mm -hmm. and god's the opposite of that yeah god's life he's Mm -hmm. eternal life and he's given us that same eternal life through his son Jesus Christ. So I think what we have to know is temptation is not a good thing. Right. It's not sin in itself, mm-hmm. but it often leads to it. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, you're not going to just jump into a sin. You're often tempted into sin, especially yeah. for the believer, mm-hmm. um, especially for those who know what is right and wrong, who has the Holy Spirit, yeah. who that that eternal battle between the spirit and the flesh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, you want to do this thing in the flesh, but you have if you have if you're a believer and you have that Holy Spirit. You know what that feels like. Yeah. You know the guilt. You know, hey, don't go there. Don't do that. That kind of conviction that yeah. the Holy Spirit brings, and and hopefully we're we're in tuned with it, and, yeah. and no one to be like, yeah, you're right. I I don't need to do those things. Mm-hmm. But I think Jesus is our perfect example. He is. A lot of people think, well, Jesus, you know, you know, he was the Son of God. Mm-hmm. So does he really count? And I think he does because he was human. Yeah, and I think. You know, as we see through the Gospels, um, as you see him on the cross, as you see him, the story that we're going to read today, mm-hmm. uh, you know, his temptation, none of us would have lasted. You know what's funny is is the point you just made. What Does he count? Yes, he did. Because if he didn't count, Satan wouldn't have tried. Yeah, exactly. If he didn't count, you know, Say he would have never bothered. He would have found somebody. Yeah, he'd be like, I know. It ain't he even tries to do it to God. With, mm-hmm. You know, with Job, hey. Why you got a hedge on him? You know, mm-hmm. if 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 these people, if Jesus was off limits, nothing bad would have ever happened to him. If yeah. he was, if he was, uh, I mean, he wouldn't have died. He couldn't have died. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, if and, if he wasn't human. And, and I think you know, you know, you see it in you know, like Hebrews and Philippians, and this idea that 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 he was fully God, 
fully man. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to understand that because it, it kind of gives us that encouragement and that, that ability that we can also press through temptation. Right. We can make it through. So we're going to read Luke chapter 4, 1 through 13. Um, you got it. And, and I'll go ahead and read that. Um, which says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. For 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil, the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live, by, live on bread alone. The devil led him up to the high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. He sa- and he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor um, it has been, that has, it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want, want to. If you worship me, it will be all be yours. And Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all his tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Mm Mm-hmm. Bill, what do you think about those 13 verses? I think that Jesus was at not quite, I mean, he was pretty vulnerable. Yeah. You know, not as quite as vulnerable as he was in the garden with God, but he's pretty vulnerable. He's weak physically. You know, he hadn't eaten. Um, you know, if you read on a little bit further, it talks about, or maybe you did, I, I can't remember to be honest, uh, that one part, but the angels came and ministered to him afterwards. Mm. So he needed, you know, physical help. Yeah. When when he was done fasting for four days, and not only fasting, being tempted for a full forty days, I think people miss that. It's not just three times; no, it's the entire forty days, mm-hmm. based on yeah, verse two or verse one, yeah, verse two. So, for him to go through those things, it tells us that all throughout his word, it's, you know, Book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, whatever, tells us that the world hates us. Satan's part of the world. Mm-hmm. So he's going to try and do these things to us as well. He's going to try and tempt us. A lot of times we falter. We don't we don't look at scripture like Jesus did and, and all of those all of those rebuttals that Jesus had to Satan are from the book of Deuteronomy. Old Testament stuff. He's quoting the law. He's quoting scripture and saying, "No, I'm not doing this because the law says to do this because mm-hmm. the scriptures say to do this because the one who wrote the book, my father in heaven, He's the authority over me, not you. Mm-hmm. And I think that for Jesus to be the perfect example that he was, it gives Christians like you and I hope that if he can do it, I mean, Paul says, well, imitate me as I, because I imitate Christ. Mm-hmm. If he can do it, there's a chance that we can do it as well. Yeah. It's just, are we going to or not? Mm-hmm. Are we going to do the things that he's laid before us to do? Yeah. Or are we going to falter? Yeah, and I think, you know, with that, that whole idea is, I think this is what we often forget. You know, we say, well, Jesus, you know, he was there and we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's totally different. But we forget that who lives inside of us. Right. Christ. Mm-hmm. His spirit, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us so that we are able to make it through temptation as he made it through temptation. I think we often forget that because um, we, we sometimes feel 
all by ourselves in those types of moments or or whatever it might be that we are we often forget that we have the holy spirit mm-hmm. as believers we do have the power we have the power to make it through temptation we have the power to do those things um but but it's so it's so important to remember that jesus you know he hadn't eaten for 40 yeah. days yeah that's a long time it is you know, I, I know there's probably some people that have done that type of fast, you know, and, and they would attest to, man, that beats you down. You know, you're, there's probably really awesome moments with God in the, in, oh, in the sure. moments like that, but I'm sure there's also moments where it's just hard mm-hmm. um, and there's a struggle. But I think the, a cool piece about the end of that is the devil left him until an opportune time. So sometimes you think, well, I've been tempted my whole life by the devil. Jesus was only tempted. You know, for 40 days or for this moment. Well, Mm -hmm. that's not what I get from this. Mm -hmm. I think Jesus was probably tempted his whole life. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it from from Satan's perspective a little bit, that why would he not try at every instant chance that he could Mm To get the Son of Man not to go to the cross, mm-hmm. to get the, the to get Jesus not to uh, be the atonement for sin, or, yeah. or or any of the those types of things, or get his you know his disciples away from him, or right. or, or so you know have his disciples say the things that they did say, as we see in mm-hmm. the Gospels, right. to Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many moments like that that Jesus could have easily just been like, "I'm done. Yeah, I'm done with these people." Yeah. But he resisted the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, he you know he. He he fled from the devil, yeah. um, as we see in other passages, and then that's what we're called to do: yeah. is to resist the devil, mm-hmm. flee from the devil, flee from sin, um, all those types of things. You know, and I think that's a cool passage because, you know, I think you did this message a long, you know a while ago mm-hmm. on on this passage, and I think you paired it with the passage in first or second peter with the idea that um you know the eyes of the flesh the eyes of yeah you know lust yeah. those types of those types of things mm-hmm. um and you do see that in this passage mm-hmm. because jesus is almost tempted in every single way yeah you know you have your hunger your you know those nutrients mm-hmm. those things that you need um you have you know power yeah money authority mm-hmm. and then you just have you know Power in general, mm-hmm. authority, you know, to command angels. Yeah. Um, you no know, power in the in the physical world and in power yeah. in the spiritual mm-hmm. world. So I think that's you know, not only is Jesus just tempted, you know, by the devil here, he's tempted in so many different areas. Where we often have, you know, this one thing, you know, we can say, well, Jesus yeah. was able to conquer it because he did in mm-hmm. in that moment. Um, and I, go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry for cutting you off, no, but I, in verse thirteen. Uh, I never caught this, but it says, Now when the devil had ended every temptation, yeah. the lust of the eyes, the lust of the mm-hmm. flesh, and the pride of life, when he ended every temptation that he had, which those three, you know, you can bucket everything into those three, then he departed. When he tried everything he could do and realized Jesus wouldn't falter, yeah. he said, Okay, on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think when we do this, you know, about you know how do we fight temptation? Mm-hmm. Because as we, you know, have seen plenty of times and i'll go ahead and just read this memory verse because i think it, it, it'll it'll set this up good is is first corinthians ten thirteen says no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind the idea that there 
everybody's tempted in these ways. All mankind has been tempted in this in these ways. No temptation has overcome you except what is common to mankind. Mm-hmm. It says, and God is faithful. Yep. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. I like that mm-hmm. last part where it says, but when you are tempted. Yeah. Don't say know, if. Yeah. Not, you know, if you, not if you are so righteous right, or right. you think you're so righteous yeah. that nothing can ever, you know, start to, to fester inside your flesh or anything mm-hmm. like that. No, he says, when you are tempted, God will also provide you basically a way to endure, a way mm-hmm. out, a way that yep. you can, can fight through it. And I think we see that example in this story. How, how did Jesus fight through and that's temptation? just it. How, you say, how can I do it? Read Luke 4, 1 through 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and there's no buts. He he set the stage for it. Mm-hmm. Why? And it was simply written. And I'm so thankful that the Spirit revealed those things to you know, so many years ago that it was simply written there. Scripture, God's Word, prayer, all those things that encompass our walk with the Lord. If it's healthy, chances are you you're probably better suited to fight the temptation and to not let it turn into sin and to not let it lead to death yeah and and that's a that's such a a good point is when we start to beat temptation Mm -hmm. it begins a little bit it's a little bit easier to continue to beat it it Um, is you know the devil might throw in something new at you that you've never had to deal with and and that will be a a different struggle Mm -hmm. um but when you begin that one temptation that that the devil keeps throwing at you or your flesh keeps just bringing it up and up and up um you know you have to understand well how did jesus want me to fight temptation Mm -hmm. and in luke 4 1 through 13 we see jesus fights it with the word of god Mm -hmm. not his own words right with the father's words Mm -hmm. with god's word Mm -hmm. and that's the same for us when we're in moment, I've been in you know so many moments of temptation where you know maybe I should go and do that or or maybe I should go back and do what I used to do or or anything like right, that. Right. The devil is good about throwing the, your past mm, life back up to try to get you to to continue to fall back into that. Um, but there's so many times where I've just picked up the Word of God and just began to read it. You don't even have to read the specific thing mm-hmm. if you just start reading the Word of God. That is what fills you up. Mm-hmm. So many times I have been in the moment where I'm about to, to do something I shouldn't do. I'm about to fall into sin. I'm about to let that temptation overtake me. Mm-hmm. And I pick up the Word of God and I read it. Yeah. And guess what? That temptation flies away. Mm-hmm. It's no longer there. Will it ever come back? Oh, of course it will come it back. Will. But but my I understand what I have to do to fight it is yeah. I open up the Word of God yeah. and I read it. I don't just... You know, I'm not saying if you begin to get tempted and you just open up the book, that yeah. that's going to help. No, you got to read it. You got to let mm-hmm. that word of God fill you up. Right. Um, and when you are filled up, you often don't let rotten things yeah. come in. Yeah. You know, if 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 you're not hungry, mm-hmm. you're not going to go to the trash can. That's to right. Eat. And I think that's so important when t- temptation comes up. Remember, that's the rotten food. Yeah. I'll tell you, you know, and, and kind of to piggyback off that, fill yourself so much with God's word that there's room, there's no room for anything else. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's no room for anything else. Yeah. Good, there's nothing better than God's word. Bad, sin, mm-hmm. there's no room for it. Yeah. Fill yourself with that. Jesus did. Yeah. He said, he's commanded that you shall not live by bread alone. Mm-hmm. And, and you, and yes, you know, 
he's the he's the son of God, but you don't see Jesus whipping out a squirrel going, he has these. You memorize. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard. It can be mm-hmm. difficult, but the more you just read it, you don't have to you have a you know a memorizing plan to to memorize scripture. Mm-hmm. If you just continue to read, you know, read Philippians over yeah, and stuff over. Will stick out. Stuff will just start to fill inside mm-hmm. you. You might not know what verse it is mm-hmm. or what chapter it is, but that's not what that, what matters. Right. That you know the word of God. Yeah. Where Paul says rejoice. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Right. You know, I've remembered that passage because I've read it so many mm-hmm. times because, you know, that I like it. I want to keep reading it. It's something something that fills me up. And I think that's that's so true that it takes one moment to mess everything mm-hmm. up. And you gotta understand that because, you know, that temptation might seem small. Maybe it's in the dark. Maybe no one. Maybe it's something just you and and whatever it is. Yeah. Know that that God sees all that. Yeah. And it hinders your relationship with Him. Yeah. And 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 trust me when I tell you, when you're in the middle of sin, it often comes out. Mm-hmm. You might not think. You might think you got it locked down. You know, throw away the key. No one's ever gonna find out. You know, I'm just that smart. Whatever it might be, you you're not. Because it often will come out, and, and when you don't deal with sin with God, it often explodes. Um, and, and that's important for, I think, for anyone to remember. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there, just, just a final point is that there are clear distinctions between temptation and sin. Mm-hmm. There's, there's red, red flags and bells going off in that temptation time. Yeah. If, if, for instance, if you struggle with pornography, the thoughts there, there's your temptation. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. As soon as you pull up a video, but there's the sin. Yeah. You can't say, oh, well, I didn't do it. I didn't act. You already, that's the sin. You have to understand, too, the difference between the temptation and the sin. You can't merge them and say, well, I'm, uh, I only fell into the tempt- temptations, what got me. When you're actually saying you have got to know for whatever your flavor is, whatever mm-hmm. your temptation is, you got to know. Where the warnings are when the spirit's saying, "Hey, dummy, <laughs> don't do it." Here's here's what's going to trigger you, yeah. versus the sin that you fall into. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people blur those lines because they self-justify the reason why they're doing certain things. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's important just to know um, is self-justification gets you nowhere. Right. You know, I'm not here to tell you that you know, you know, you're horrible. All those things because we're all not in good mm-hmm. spots. And only through the grace of God that we can even have the ability to be reconciled to God, right, to be right. in that good relationship. But we often need to remember that self-justification gets you nowhere. Mm-hmm. So don't think that you're helping yourself or yeah, or, or helping your relationship with God because, trust me when I tell you, it doesn't do anything. It actually does the opposite. Mm-hmm. It, it puts you in a spot where you think you're okay yeah. and you're not. And that's right. a bad spot to be because it often takes a long time to get out. Yeah, and, and maybe- Sorry, and so maybe one one question for you, you believers who may be younger Christians. Are you talking about? So if I sin, am I gonna? Am I going to hell? Am I still? No, but a lot of other things can die in your life. Yeah, your marriage, your job. I mean, there's so many things that yeah. can that can pass away because you let sin yeah. uh, rule your life. Mm-hmm. So no, you're not gonna lose your salvation, but there's a lot of other blessings that you could lose potentially. So. Yeah, and, and that's true too because you know with the idea of that, well, you know. God's already forgiven me. Mm-hmm. Like exactly what you said. God disciplines those whom he loves. Mm-hmm. And he will discipline. He will, you know, when we f- 
fall into temptation, fall into sin. Um, God's going to let us know that you shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And there's consequences to everything we do, whether good or bad. But tell, when I tell you that, sin always leads to bad consequences. Yeah. Even if it, the momentary pleasure feels like a good consequence right. or whatever, there will always be bad consequences mm-hmm. from sin. Always. Mm-hmm. So my final thought with this whole idea is, is, and I would just issue a challenge. If you're struggling with temptation in when I say if you are, you're going to be. Yeah. When? Yeah. When? Um, is be ready for it. You know, throughout the Word of God, we see that to be alert, be sober mm-hmm. mind, all those types of things, because our enemy is going to try to tempt you where you feel like it's beyond measure, where you feel like you can't mm-hmm. get out. But know from, you know, our, our, our weekly verse, it says like, God's going to give you a way to yeah. endure it. Mm-hmm. God's going to give you a way out. And how do you find that? You find it in the Word of God. Yeah, absolutely. You find it where Jesus found it, in the Word of right. God. And mm-hmm. I think that's so important. Phil, you have any final thoughts? No, just kind of what you said uh, when Jesus took Peter, James, and John into the garden. He had one thing. He said, I'm going to go pray. You guys be watchful and vigilant, lest you be led into temptation. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They Fall fell asleep. asleep. Yeah. And they got they they got had, <laughs> they got had. Yeah. So, be watchful, be mindful. Let the spirit lead your life, and uh, when temptation arises, know where to fight it, know how to fight it. So our weekly verse is First Corinthians ten thirteen, which says, "No temptation has overcome you except what is common to mankind." And God is faithful; He will not let you right. be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Thank you for listening. Um, That concludes our episode for this week. Um, If you're struggling with temptation, um, we would love to pray for you. Just put your name down in the comments, whatever it might be. Um, If you have a a request for an episode, you can comment down below. You can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith. See you guys.